Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are looking forward to our episode with you today, and we want to give a shout out to those of you who are on quarantine, which is basically everyone. We have been thinking about you nonstop every single day, and we know that these are not easy times. In fact, once when Tiffany and I talked this week, we were talking about how this literally feels impossible, like how with no end in sight, how are we supposed to do this? <laughs> and so we are with you. We are for you. We are thinking about you constantly, praying for you constantly. And today's episode, we think, will really be a blessing to you, especially as for those of us who are believers, we're coming up on Good Friday tomorrow. And so we want to talk about why God is still good in the dark, though. And when we think about this and the terribleness of Good Friday, and there's a reason that it's called good. <laughs> he goes to the cross mm-hmm. to die. There's a crucifixion that's happening. And at the same time, it's still called Good Friday. Because even though the times were dark, we had hope of resurrection. We knew that better days were ahead of us. But when you're actually in the dark, it doesn't always feel like better days are ahead of you. I can't even imagine what the disciples must have been thinking. There's no way that they were thinking he's really coming back because it got bad. It got dark. It got scary. And this week with the coronavirus, you know, it's the experts expect the highest amount of death rates per day this week. And this mm-hmm. week we've been told here yeah. in California to stay inside no matter what. If you don't have to leave, if you don't have to go to the grocery store, don't do it. And so for us, times are looking yeah. dark. And so we thought it would be a really great opportunity here on the Why Though podcast to talk about why God is still good in the dark though. <laughs> Tiffany, have you had those seasons where it's looked really dark, oh, man. but you found God to still be yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I love how you alluded to that Jesus knew the plan. Like he was a part mm-hmm. of writing the book. He knew the chapter he was in. He knew what was going to take place yeah. and he knew it was going to come after, but he still had to walk it out. He still had to live it and feel it and breathe it and eat it and and really just savor the the holy with the most excruciating moments in human history and i just think about all those Mm -hmm. around him who witnessed this the the women who supported his ministry the disciples his own mother Mm -hmm. and watching this happen and feeling like i know what you said but it can't possibly be true it can't possibly be true the hopelessness Mm -hmm. that they felt as they watched their beloved crucified and i just we sit in that Christ is so acquainted with our suffering. And as we think about yes. this week and how how unfortunate that the you know the experts are saying, as Ashley said, the most COVID-19 deaths will likely be this week in the States. And, and you know, in the news yesterday, Hong Kong, their second wave of um, COVID-19 mm. is really hit hard. Um, it, it just yeah. is, this, this feels hopeless. This feels hopeless yeah. amid Holy Week. And it's just, may this not be lost on us, that the Lord yeah. the Lord is faithful. The Lord knew, and mm-hmm. there's no escaping the story. There's no escaping the story. Mm-hmm. You can't go over it. You can't mm-hmm. go under it. You got to go through it. And I just, yes. I, I just want all of us to remember in our job loss, in our income loss, and just our the, the loss of social 
connection and intimacy, mm, which is totally that's I think I feel like for me that has hit the most this week, actually. I don't know if it's because of the Holy Week mm-hmm. and it just feels like I want to be with my people and celebrate the Lord. And I, uh, you know, missing out on everything I would be doing at church during this week and in person, totally. not that they're not going to do stuff online, but um, it just feels like a week where the church gathers and mourns in preparation for celebration and to do that within mm-hmm. isolation is just like what the what what the what hey hey totally Um, (laughs) i do want to remember oh my gosh i totally agree with you (laughs) yeah uh one thing comes to mind when you mentioned is there a time that you can remember that felt the heaviness of good friday and i was thinking of when my husband and i were in uganda to adopt our son we met him on april 1st which happens to be cody and ashley's anniversary hey hey which they just celebrated. <laughs> Why the listeners, you can give them a shout out, Happy Annie. Yes, we did. And uh, we met him on April 1st, <laughs> and we didn't come home until July 13th. That was a long hmm. time to wait to wonder if yeah, the son is. that you were cradling to sleep every night would be the same son that you walked down the aisle to see, you know, on his wedding day. So it was just, um, it was a hmm. lot. It was a lot of waiting, and it, it felt more hopeless as time went on because things just didn't go as we thought they would go. And in that moment when we felt like all hope was lost, like our faith was just hanging on by a thread, to be totally frank with you. And the Lord showed up. The Lord showed up after we thought it was all gone, after we thought it was over. The Lord was so, so faithful to meet us. And he resurrected our hope of becoming parents, Mm. something that Mm. we really had thought, like, this isn't going to happen for us. We thought we were going to leave Uganda Mm. barren. And we didn't. I have a bouncy wiry nine-year-old downstairs right now (laughs) who is very happy because he just had some chick-fil-a for lunch and uh it just was those moments of thinking like god are you are you here are you here do you see this are you good Mm. are you near me he's so faithful Mm, in those times so faithful what about what you're saying and Yeah, I think that um, for me, I was thinking about just this sort of overarching theme. I've been thinking a lot about people in recovery right now, just because I can't imagine, Mm. I mean, I'm 16 years sober, but I can't even imagine what it might be like to not be able to be around people, which you alluded to earlier. And it made me think about all the lonely seasons I've had in my life. And there have been so many. I mean, I don't know about some of you, but if you've had to step from one world to the other or from one season to the next, sometimes it can feel so isolating because you have to leave things behind. You have to sometimes leave people people behind. You have to make changes in your life, new relationships, new boundaries. You're setting up your life for the way you want it to go, but that requires a lot of loss. And for me, that's happened several times in my life and it's been very lonely. And I think about this season that we're in right now, and I'm sorry that I can't give this person credit, but I was reading, I think it was on Twitter and somebody just said, one of the reasons we feel so isolated at the moment is because we are constantly in the presence of others, but not practicing the presence of others. And so we're always on Zoom, we're on FaceTime. And how much harder that is than actually just being away from people or being with them. And so I thought, man, that's so true. Because every time you get together with someone, you still feel like, oh, but we're not really together. And so not that that's a bad thing, but it... um, it reminded me that that the dark feels lonely. And even what you yeah. just shared about the adoption process, you know, you were millions of miles away, it felt like from your home mm-hmm. and from the people who love you and from the support that you have. And, and somehow in the dark, we have to find the goodness of God. And I think that way about lonely seasons or isolating seasons or seasons you can't predict, like none of us could have predicted a global pandemic. Well, experts say that they predicted no. it a long time ago, but aside from them, none of us really ever thought it was yeah. possible. <laughs> 
And so I, because our, our privilege is so blinding and we're so used to having things the way we have them and being able to do what we want to yeah. do and go where we want to go and purchase what we want to purchase. And now here we are and we're stuck in loneliness and we're stuck um, sort of like with the ground leveled in our privilege and with the ground um, leveled in some ways. Obviously, there's still some gross disparities, even in sickness and healthcare and all of that. But anyways, lo- loneliness is what I really want to talk about here because I have found God to be faithful in the lonely season. I, and I have found God. It makes me tear up right now. I have found God to be a friend to me in every season. And I have found Jesus as my comfort in every season, Mm. even when I felt like nobody else is here, nobody else understands, nobody else gets it. I have always found God to be a faithful friend. And so for me, that that is what makes the darkness good, is the presence of God. Not the absence of pain or the absence of my circumstances, but the presence of God makes it good. Like there's something so comforting about knowing him and there's something so comforting about just sitting in it all which is what holy week sort of forces us to do is just sit in it and not push it and not rush it but just sit in it and i think there's something beautiful about discovering the presence of god outside of your normal comforts and outside of your normal coping mechanisms and outside of your normal relationships because you have to press in to experience the presence of god and that's where i've always found him so faithful That ministered to me. I love that. It's he's not we're not calling him good because he's taking away the pain. We're calling him good because he's near. Because he's near. He has not willed it for us to go through this alone, but with each other. That's so powerful. I love that. I think Yeah, it's so you know, the darkness is Mm -hmm. very um very real in my household with my children right now. My youngest is going through the phase (laughs) where he doesn't want to go to sleep on his own because it's dark and he's scared and I'm scared of the dark. And um, I'll often lay next to him and just keep reminding him, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here as long as you need Mm, me. Wow. And I, as Mm. I said those words to him the other night, I started to tear up because I just felt, just as you said, like the Lord's like, nope, I'm here as long as you need me. Like, I'm not going anywhere. My presence is available. Mm -hmm. There is a deep well available to you. He's so good. Mm -hmm. And as much as we'd love to go find him in a church service or in a gathering with friends, for me, and I know Ashley is uh, similar to this in the sense that we just love being with our good, good people who know us and see us. There's nothing quite as wonderful as gathering with the people who know us well and understand us and accept us with all of our craziness Mm -hmm. um and it for Mm -hmm. me especially if it's over a nice meal mm, shoot that's 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 a picture of heaven to me and i keep reminding my husband like when this is all over (laughs) let's go let's go be just be with our people and bring us bring a pot of Mm -hmm. stew or or something anything and just be for as many hours as we possibly can (laughs) oh man yes we need this We, we need this we do we do i really do hope this time you know changes us you know i really do hope that for humanity i'm sure in some ways like you're we're watching people exploit this or capitalize off of this and you know we've seen it all you see the evil side of humanity but certainly aren't we seeing the good <laughs> like we are really seeing yeah. humanity rise and humanity want to connect and be together and bless one another and serve one another and that's been really powerful to see and i hope that we don't waste this you know the darkness is not to be wasted it's not something to suffer through although we will do that but at the same time it's not to be wasted and none of this yeah. is in vain and god can teach us so much yeah. he can teach us to value he can teach us to love he can teach us gratitude he can teach 
teach us how to serve people, even though we can't be near them. Like he can teach us how to reach out and how to connect. And I feel like that is really important in this time and in this season is that we don't waste the darkness. Like let God speak in it, let God be in it and you be in it fully present, even though it's hard and even though it's painful, that's important. Oh, I love that. I think so many times it's it's so good for us to remember too that when we are um, in the dark, we're going to see the goodness of God in other people. We are going to see Come His on. hand um, in the body. And even just this week, y'all, I found out. Gosh, Monday, the first, <laughs> the first day of spring break for my children, the governor announced that there is no school for the rest of the year. You had to announce that on the first. You couldn't Ooh. wait till the last day of spring break. And I just broke. I think mm. I was silly enough to think that we were still going back to school, y'all. I thought, okay, May 4th, we're going back to school May 5th. This is so great. I can do this. We're half done, right? We're half there. We've done a month. We've got another month to go. We can do this. And then to find out that my kids are going to be with me for the next five months, it went from four weeks to five months. And I just, it was mm. one of those moments where I was like, okay. Okay, I am. I love to problem solve. It's just my personality. I love like br- bring me your issues, not not your emotional issues. Bring me your like practical business totally. or nonprofit or you know those kind of issues, and I want to talk through those. And how can we best troubleshoot? That's kind of my thing, personnel, if you will. And um, <laughs> and I looked at my husband. And I said, "This is going to take me a minute. <laughs> this is going to take me a minute to feel optimistic about this, or to feel like I have a plan because this is just yeah. insane." And um, mm-hmm. my husband's a realtor, and because interest rates are low, he's still very busy. Um, so I am on point to teach my children their ABCs and all the things they need to know about <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Miss Frizzle can't do it all. I got to step in at some point and try to help out because there's only so much magic school bus to go around. So finding that out as well as um, <laughs> just the general craziness of what's going on, it just felt like too much. And Miss Ashley Abercrombie was kind enough to send me <laughs> to send me some a little a little gift to get some takeout and I was I just ate it and cried because I was like this is not happening and I know y'all feel this like it's this is not happening and it is it yeah. was 100% happening and just in that moment I was reminded yeah. like although we can't practice presence we really can bless each other there's still ways to just be a blessing and and to see the goodness of God in these heavy times. Who knew that we would have this collective trauma right now? No, I mean, like you said, maybe Bill Gates and a few other experts saw this coming down the, (laughs) coming down the pipe. But for the rest of us who are just, you know, watching love is blind and trying to get through the New Yorker at night, we didn't see this coming. We didn't see this coming. We did. And we can be a blessing. No, we really didn't. We can be a blessing. Yes. Also, I feel like this season is a little bit marked by you and I just sending each other money back and forth over Venmo for takeout. And you know what? I really love that about our friendship. So thank you for being a foodie, even though we can't be together. I'm just like so grateful. And I hope everyone listening has a few friends who you just go back and forth on Venmo. (laughs) And it works for you. And I'm really, really thankful. I, yes, I do I'm believe watching, it's the sixth um, love language. The sixth love language. I think so. I think that's I what really it is. I really do. And you know, I, I believe. I fully believe the Bible is a book for foodies. I really fully believe that. Ugh, and um, really so is. I've been watching the greatest Great British Bake Off every single day. I don't that's know a ministry. why I can't 
That's Stop a ministry it. unto itself. It's a ministry. Guys, if you're not into this, I don't know what, what's wrong with you. If you need some just good feel, good television in your life and some happiness and learn all about making cakes and breads and pita, I mean, it is just like heaven on earth. But you know what makes me so happy about it? And I want to give a big shout out to the Brits for this because all of your television content is so wonderful. I mean, Be careful. You, you They're really, listening. They bat a thousand, the Brits, on, on television content. They do. And what I love, they do. And I just found it so beautiful. They don't yell. No one's screaming. There's no drama. It's like they actually are just cooking, being kind to one another, saying funny things, teasing each other in all the appropriate ways. And I was like, Lord, please make the Americans likewise. <laughs> <laughs> So in the darkness, oh, oh girl, you better stop coughing. People gonna write us. You can't be coughing on the podcast, oh, girl. People gonna write us a letter. <laughs> My bad. You can't cough. Y'all can't corona. get the COVID nineteen. <laughs> Y'all can't get the COVID nineteen through your iPhone. I think you're gonna be alright. Think you're gonna be alright. <laughs> oh, but I loved it. The baking show is getting me through this um, dark week. <laughs> I just have to say, can let's just stop and, and pause and talk about that for a second because we know about, you know, I, I want to say, gosh, what would you say, Ashley? Maybe 10 to 12% of our listeners are English. In English, by me yes. saying English, I mean British. And um, so we do know you are listening. And we do want to say your programming is wonderful. And we just we just need this. We need this right now. It's so good. And mm-hmm. when I remember when I lived there, really I that, that that very um even keel response to everything, whether it's good or bad, <laughs> is really true. Mm-hmm. I remember coming what? home with some really great news and the family I lived with was like, Oh, that's nice. And that was it. No celebration, nothing big. <laughs> and then if I would come home with bad news, I'd be like, Oh, it's okay. And you're like, Really? Well, it actually seems so similar to your previous answer when something was going really well. Everything yes. was just so like, nope, nothing's a big deal. Yes, that's what I love about the TV show. I mean, it's like, yes, yes, somebody could have the worst bake of their life. And it's just like, oh, that was bad, you know, and I really appreciate that. It's like, oh, there's no drama. This is just normal life. (laughs) It's not like, dun, 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 you suck at life. You're amounting to nothing like we would see on a television show. No, not at all. No, No, not at all. I appreciate it very much. (laughs) No, um, speaking I of drama it. and the English, I watched Emma the other night. You know, it was just in theaters, Emma. Oh, it was good. It was it? good stuff. So here's the thing. Mr. Mm-hmm. Knightley, who obviously, you know, such a hero of the story, he could have been a bit more attractive. He was, he's looking a little rough, rough for me. So I feel like that could have been better cast. But I also know that the guy who did play him is a really big deal in England and he's quite the heartthrob. So whatever, it is what it is. But I thought, man, that 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 he he seems a little rough around. The, he looked like an MMA fighter, and I just wasn't feeling that vibe. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh my god, we're gonna get so much hate mail for that. I'm so sorry. The United well, Kingdom, sorry, Britain, Brits. Northern Ireland. I pro- I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the Queen's address. Do we want to talk about that? <gasps> what a hopeful address she did. To her nation, oh, such a so rare beautiful. and beautiful gift. And we are also praying for the prime minister who is in yeah. ICU with the coronavirus. But gosh, I was so thankful for the queen and the way she speaks and, and her reassuring, constant way. I just thought it was really lovely. Yeah. Such poise, vision, and encouragement. That's mm-hmm. what I walked away with. I watched it. Yes. I watched it. I mean, it was so short. I watched it two or three times. And I thought, man, this is what people need right now. 
this is what people need. Reminding yeah. us that we're all in it together. Yes. Nobody is exempt from pain, but we're all yeah. going to get through it together. It was just so beautiful. Oh, I loved that. Yes. Thank you for bringing that it up. It really was. Who knew Me that the too. Brits were going to get so much praise on this, except the one Mr. Knightley, but I'm very sorry again <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh, we'll let it go. You know, it's on okay. this... Uh, you know, I don't even like Holy Emma. Week, I don't even like Emma. I won't watch it. No. Oh, you would not like this. It, they also, they didn't... No. Oh, wait. Did it's you like terrible. Clueless? It's a terrible Did you movie. like Clueless? Alicia Silverstone the and Paul Rudd? The movie Clueless? Yeah, that's based on Emma. Tell me you knew of that. Of course. Please tell me you knew that. Okay, cool. Everyone loves okay. Clueless. Yes. No, but course. did you know it was based on Emma? But not Emma. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Well, nope. So now you know the story of Emma. It's basically Clueless. That is the story. There you go. Well, they couldn't be more different on the film set, girls and guys, because it was, Emma is a really bad film, and Clueless OMG, you did not. (laughs) I did. It's true. Those are just simple facts. You want to talk about God being good in the dark? Paul Rudd turned 51 this, this week. There you go. There you go. Yes. That is our gift. And you know what else is good about that is he looks exactly the same, like, as he always yeah. has, and it's not even fair. That's why you start Botox young, so they don't notice that you yeah. stayed young. <laughs> That's why you you got to start right. before That's the right. lines start, and then nobody notices. That's my big plan in life. That's my big plan. Just I like start it. young. You just got to do a little bit at a time, you know? <laughs> a little bit at a time. <laughs> I'm scared of needles, so I'll have to work out how that's actually going to happen, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, can I read us a song uh, before listeners, we go today? Yeah, you got to pull this out of the gutter, so that's great. <laughs> well, we talked a lot about loneliness, and we talked a lot about being in the dark, and many of you have heard this a million times. Luckily, if you haven't even really read the Bible, you've heard this before, but I want to read Psalm 23 over us today before we close. Mm. So it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the Mm. darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff that comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So just a reminder, listener, that you are not alone and that these might be dark days, but God is still good in the dark, and we love you and we bless you. Bless you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.